It's your boy Tommy V of Raw Sex. I'm about to jump right into it. I want you guys to listen to this. Should a school-aged girl or a grown woman be forced to give up her privacy in a locker room because a biological man identifying as a woman wants to change there? Should a shelter serving women who have survived rape, sex trafficking, and domestic violence be forced to allow biological men to sleep side-by-side with these women? Should faith-based adoption providers be shut down for following their conviction that the best environment for each child includes a mother and a father in a committed and stable marriage? Should a biological male who believes he is female be allowed to compete against women and girls in female sports, depriving female athletes of a level playing field and countless opportunities to win and even earn college scholarships? According to the so-called Equality Act, a priority for Democrats, including President Biden, The answer to all these questions is yes. Despite its appealing name, the Equality Act poses an unprecedented threat to women, children, free speech, and religious freedom. At its core, the act ignores what science tells us about the differences between men and women, leaving women and girls to pay the price in shelters, locker rooms, and on the field of play. The same goes for a similar bill dubbed Fairness for All, which proposes meager and likely temporary carve-outs for religious groups. In short, the Equality Act doesn't offer equality. It creates victims. How would the Equality Act do this? By adding gender identity and sexual orientation to federal laws like the Civil Rights Act of 1964, the act seeks to impose the government's views about marriage, sex, and what it means to be male and female on the entire nation. For starters, the Equality Act would mandate that men who identify as women be allowed to compete for spots on female sports teams, for women's scholarships, and for other academic and sports-related opportunities designed specifically for women. Female athletes like Selena Soule, Chelsea Mitchell, and Alana Smith know this firsthand. They've all become victims of local policies similar to the Equality Act that force them to compete against biological males in competitive track meets. The results are predictable. Over a three-year period, high school girls in Connecticut missed out on 15 titles and 85 opportunities to advance to the next level of competition. With the Equality Act, female athletes across the country will pay the price for ignoring the meaningful biological differences between men and women. Women competing against similarly gifted and trained males know the outcome of the race before it even starts. In one year, 275 high school boys ran faster times than the lifetime best of world champion sprinter Allison Felix. That's hardly equality. Rather, it's discrimination against women and girls. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. The Equality Act also poses a major threat to the very existence of religious organizations like schools, charities, and even churches. For many Americans, their faith inspires them to act for the good of their neighbors and for the flourishing of society. Their faith also requires them to abide by its teachings regarding marriage, sex, and what it means to be male and female. But the Equality Act directly threatens the ability of religious organizations to serve others according to the beliefs that inspire them. The act would force faith-based adoption providers, for example, to violate their core beliefs by placing children in homes without a mother and a father. Worse, the act could forbid nearly every religious school, charity, and church from hiring staff and leaders that share their religious views, if those views diverge from the new government orthodoxy.
Under the Equality Act regime, the federal government may have more say over the next pastor of your church than your congregation, denomination, or diocese. And that means... Okay, we're going to stop that there. Okay, I want you guys to... I'm just going to get something random on this next one. Watch this. Okay. I believe men's. Because men send messages. Okay. Shout out to, to the men's. What about you? I think men have to compromise more. For the relationship to work? Yeah. Okay. Because they're too easy. I'm going to go with that. Um, <coughs> I feel like... Merch. Men are too I feel easy. like that woman is always the one trying to make it work. Really? Yeah. Okay, so I, I, I bring these two completely different worlds together for a reason today. I've been thinking about this for a long time, right? And um, this is, this is going to be... I want you guys to strap up for this episode. I'll speak to you very calmly, very lightly. What I'm realizing when I look at myself, people like Matt Walsh, Candace Owens, Tommy Sotomayor, Fresh and Fit... The late, great Kevin Samuels, Andrew Tate. I'm looking at all of these people, right? Just all the Daily Wire, just, you know, Ben Shapiro. Just, uh, what's, it, what's that white guy that got in trouble the other day? Alex Jones. Even even Kanye West, you know, Kanye. Um, Nick Cannon said something. Kyrie Irving, Irving I think is his last name. He He's in some trouble. You know, what Dwayne Wade has got going on. I mean... When I look at it from both sides, you know, the people that's kind of standing over here with us and the people that stand over there, it's just like we have become so distracted. The devil has put so many things in society that have literally taken the foundations of different institutes that we've always known and we've always just went with and it always in the long run worked. And just put so much confusion in it that as a and what's crazy is this most of us are at an age where we remember the way things once were. We grew up in those things. Like, did they have dysfunctions? Yes. Did they also function for some people who chose to do it the right way? Yes, they did. Um, when things were done the right way, whether we like to admit it or not, they worked. Um, it was once people let sin and different things did those institutions fall apart. These institutions, as in male and female, uh, relationships, marriage, things like that, right? Just the way we looked at society to the point where, and this is when I really knew it was a problem. When I watched Matt Walsh's documentary, What is a Woman? And I'm sitting here watching it and I'm glad he did it. But at the same time, I'm thinking like, this guy's a brilliant guy, right? He seems like he's educated. It seems like he probably went to school, probably went to school for four years, six years, eight years, right? I'm just assuming here. You know, these these people, you know, Myron used to be a cop, Myron from Fresh and Fit. Kevin Samuels was a uh, image consultant. He was very good with telling people what type of suits they should wear, if they're going to go get this interview and where they should, you know. Um, myself, I'm, I've always been very highly intellectual, you know what I'm saying? Tommy Sotomayor, he seems like he can make music and he's funny and things like that. Andrew Tate seems like he could probably be just simply telling us what cologne to wear or doing something else. I don't know what he does out or did outside of this to, to get rich or successful. You know, all these people, Candace Owens is very smart. She's, she could be a politician doing all kind of great things. You know, Dwayne Wade was a basketball player. You know, he could have went on to be like a 
a youth coach or a mentor of some sort, maybe even be on ESPN doing commentary. All these people are, are can have so much things that they could be doing in their life. Even let's look at his son, you know, the the one that is a girl now or whatever, right? That that kid is just just the focus of of this kid is literally just simply what they've chose, you know, to be in life as far as what they look like and I guess what they feel like cuz I, I don't say what they feel like cuz that's their business. We'll never know what they feel cuz that's it's a feeling. We only can go off what they show us. If they choose to show us how they feel, that's on them. That's on it's on us to believe that that's how they feel or to even care that that's how they feel. The point of what I'm trying to say is that it's getting to a point now where people who could have been used for greater purposes are having to stop to discuss things that, yes, when we look at it right now, they need to be discussed because it's a it's become a thing. But essentially, these are things that I don't think any of us thought when we were children or teenagers or young adults that when we get older, we're going to be sitting on a podcast every night talking about relationships and what men should be doing and what women should be doing. And every night we're going to be having to talk about boys who want to be girls and and, 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 and what uh, the Democrats are doing and what they're saying and the Equality uh, Act that they were talking about over there at ADF. You know, and shout out to these people, but they've literally, in my opinion, including myself, we have all had to stop and like hit a 360 in life and use our our God given talents and skills. Yes, to to for I mean for my side of people to bring people back into some truth and bring back some of these things. But it's just sad. I mean, you think of mediocre tutorials and reviews, O'Shea Duke Jackson, Kevin said, the whole red pill community, the whole manosphere. When you think about the conservatives that are outspoken, when you think about all these brothers that's talking about black love and black women need to do this and black men need to do that. When you think about the Dr. Umar Johnson's even, right? When you think about even the some of the things that Charlemagne the God be talking about or D.L. Hughley, uh, David Banner, you know what I'm saying? Um, the brother Killer Mike. Even T.I., you know what I'm saying? When you when you think about what everybody is having to stop and address, I mean, now look at this way. Now the hip-hop community is having to stop. The black community is having to stop and talk about getting rid of the hood and the ghetto and let's stop making gangster rap. And it, It's like, bro, did we really let Satan come in here into this world and put so much confusion, put so much you know, delusion so much into the atmosphere, plant so many negative seeds that we literally are having to use our talents and skills to talk about things that we already should know. If that's not a distraction, then I don't know what is. I mean, we're literally, and you know, my, my homeboy, man, my, my boy Rico, man, shout out to Rico, man, hope you hear this episode. You know, he, he made a really good point. He said, man, we got too much time on our hands. He said this, like, I, I'm, I'm quoting him. I don't remember what he said word for word. He says something along the lines of we in America have too much time in our hands if transgender is a thing. I mean, th- and I thought about it. I was like, yo, this dude is right. I mean, we're living in a generation where like we're literally having huge conversations about men that want to become images of women and what they think women is. Then obviously, like you just heard in that video I played originally, it goes deeper than that. 
And I've been talking about this for how long I've been told you guys, you know, it's an insult to women and it's going to only infiltrate women's most sacred spaces that regular men, the so-called misogynists, the patriarchal men that hate women. Oh, my God, they want to control women. We've never wanted to be in those spaces. We never wanted your scholarships. We never wanted to play on your sports teams. We never wanted your roles. We didn't want your clothes. We didn't want nothing from you but your love. That wasn't enough. So now there's men coming in, taking all of that, and they're going to take it. And whether you see them as a woman or not, those are men. They're coming to take everything now. Now you want to see what real misogyny looks like when a man thinks that he can be a woman and take all of her privileges, all of her duties, all of her leverage, and really leave you with the crumbs. Because that's what you're going to see in the future. You're going to see trans women getting, even in Hollywood, getting roles over the regular women. Y'all going to get the side role. She going to play the, or he, she, whatever you want to call it, is going to play the main character. So what you, you know, this, this episode is not about trans women. It's not about black issues. It's not about uh, Democrats versus Republicans. It's just about all of it. Because when I look at all these issues, these are things that I, I thought we already knew the answer to these questions. What do you mean? What is a woman? I mean, just think about the money that went into that documentary, the plane tickets. If he had to pay any of those guests to speak, the uh, camera crew, the production crew, right? The, the 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 possible payment for the slot on the Daily Wire website. I mean, whatever it, all the money that went into a documentary. Think about this, bro. That went into a documentary of a bunch of adults who are older than me. So I mean, they were they've been around. Literally having to re go go back to a question that I mean, I think we learned when we were like five years old. What is a woman? I mean, just think, just like, seriously, let that sit on your chest for a second. I'll even be quiet for like five seconds so you can think about that. Like, these are people that are brilliant people. You know, when you, when you, I mean, look at, look at, all right, let's go to the other side. Look at Cynthia G. She's well-spoken. I mean, the, the, the woman is off her rocker, but she's well-spoken. And because of what she thinks, right, her beliefs, whatever, she has had to or she feels like she's had to go and make a career out of sitting there talking about black men, these dusty, conquered black men. Kevin Samuels leaving behind just simply talking to the brothers about, oh, this cologne going to make you smell better, having to sit down with women on a live to the day he literally died. I mean, he died hours after being alive with one of them. Well, you know, the girl, Dana, I said, I said, man, they gave him a heart attack. They done gave Kevin Samuels a heart attack. We were having to stress out over things that we should already know. I mean, just think about it. Like, and it gets to the point where some people say, well, don't you think this was our destiny then? You were called to do this, Tommy. You were called to do this raw sex podcast, man. You've said some great things on here. And I, and I, I'd give myself a pat on the back and say, I have, thanks to God. But at the same time, like, what did I really want out of my life? Do you really think that when I was 10, 12, 15, 21 years old, this is what I said I'd be doing? If I, if I, oh yeah, I've always wanted to talk. I've always wanted to, entertain but I, I i i didn't ever think that i'd have to talk about the stuff i have i feel like i have to talk about now shout out to these people because whether we agree with them or not right from the far left to the conservatives whatever 
the Manosphere, the Pink Pill Girls, the Divest community, these people feel what they feel. They believe what they believe and they feel so strongly about it. Even the LGBT, whoever, they feel so strongly about it that they feel like they have to stop what they're doing to address these things. And it then becomes almost a career. And a lot of people may not want to admit it, but it almost for a lot of us, including myself, it becomes an obsession. That's that's what it is. I mean, we don't look at it that way because we don't like it. We're like, I don't like these how women treat men these days and how men are and these beta males and these alpha. But we have become obsessed with the topic. I mean you, you watch countless amount of videos, you watch other people talk about it, you go looking, you scourge the internet, you scourge through the real world to find footage, to find things to use. Oh, look, 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 look. And it becomes an obsession. It comes a rabbit hole. It becomes an addiction. And it literally distracts you from whatever your true divine purpose is. Now, I will say, right, when you, if you think deeply about it, I mean, some people could say, well, Tommy, if you really think about it, that's just how life is, right? We can leave this so-called modern era and we can go back to the biblical days and say, well, hey, you know, because people were having to deny Christ or whatever, Paul had to stop what he probably could have did and go around to all these churches and teach them how to be a church, right? Things they should already know. But at the same time, you know, when you when you look at you, you, you can't really compare those two times because you're talking about building things versus something that's already been built. You know, and even Jesus said, you know, you will go out into the field. He said something like you will go out into the field and you will reap what others have sown. And in, in, in other words, that's kind of the progression of life. You know, um, if society was to have to hit a restart right now, if something apocalyptic was to happen and only a few of us left behind. We'd have to restart life. We'd have to create things and then just hope that the future generations say, hey, they already did this for us. So now we just take take we did they would just reap what we have sown. We would plant these seeds. We would start new governments. We would create new laws. We'd create new cities, whatever we would create. And they would just come and kind of piggyback off of it because we already did the groundwork for them. You see, like democracy, I think, was created in Europe. Like, you know what I'm saying? These things, you know, uh, by I think the Greeks or whoever, the Romans. So like, you know, when they created these things, we just kind of took their formula and we just kind of carried on. We didn't have to create a new one. But these are basic, simple things. These are things that are that are factual. We've seen them work. And now we're having to feel this need to go back. Let's look at this whole red pill, this manosphere. Let's look at more so. The dating part of it, right? These consistent dating conversations. Everybody likes to act so hard these days. Oh, men are like, oh, you know, man, marriage ain't the same. It's not beneficial no more. And I'm not here to disagree with them. I'm just simply just showing you guys something. The women are like, well, I don't know if I want to be submissive or I'll submit. Like these these conversations go on so much. People are literally making millions of dollars off of them. It's a it's an industry now. It's literally like every day there's a new guy, a new girl that's like the new face of like being a dating expert, right? Like, it's it just like all of us, like these this just pearly things. Like, I, I, I promise you, like, one day I'd never heard of her and the next day she's just literally the queen of the manosphere. This, this pink white woman is the queen of not just the manosphere, but the black manosphere. And it's just like, um, when you think deeply about it, it's like, yo, clearly all y'all want relationships. How is these videos getting millions of views within an hour? How is these things going on? And how is there millions of podcasts now? Fresh and fit every day. 
they have a room full of about 10 to, to 15 girls up in there every day. Go look at their page. Every time they go live, they're live for two to four hours. For two to four hours, they're sitting in a room with women talking about the same stuff over and over again. I'm not knocking them. But clearly, there's a hunger for this this thing. And their, their channel has only gotten bigger. And it's not just them, right? We see other, we see Kendra G every other night or whatever. She's on Facebook or I think or Instagram going live with men and women who want to be, she thinks she's like, like Kevin Samuels, right? So she goes live with these people and they want relationship. She asks them the Zodiac sign. I mean, every night and millions of people subscribe to watch these type of shows. And it's not just Fresh and Fit, Kendra G is other ones I don't even know about probably. Bigger, smaller podcasts. People have smaller podcasts where there's maybe just 15 of them every night they get together and they talk about this. This love stuff. Y'all want love, bro. Stop running from it. I think the problem is everybody's trying to run from the reality. They're trying to run from the truth, the foundational truth. And now we have to stop and talk about it. The point of this episode is really the fact that we have to stop and talk about it. People who could be used or could be focusing on things that I feel like are more important. I feel like you know, we should be more focused on. We we have to stop and talk about this stuff because we've been distracted. The black community right now is talking about gangster rap, but we were supposed to talk about that in 1994. How many more bodies you got to see? I mean, we're talking about love. Clearly, Y'all need to stop trying to act like y'all don't love men or men don't want to be in marriage or whatever, because every day, every last one of y'all is running to some podcast, whether it's a manosphere, a red pill, or it's a blue pill or whatever. You're running to somebody. You run into, what's his name with that boy? Derek Jackson, someone, to Steve Harvey, someone, to hear something like why you ain't finding love or should you date a man with no money or does penis size matter? I mean, these conversations, it's going so much. Like, how many times do we got to talk about it? How many times do we got to talk about the same thing? Well, we have to because people keep coming back. They keep coming back looking for more, looking for more, looking for more because they keep not listening. They they hear in these shows, they, they watch them every night, but they don't take any, any of the advice. Those girls go on fresh and fit. They, yeah, you know what, Myron, you're right. And the next day they on OnlyFans sucking cucumbers and doing some old stuff. So it, it, it's just like, okay, well, we'll just do another podcast tomorrow night. I've watched, it's to the point where I can't even watch certain people that I like. I like what they say. And it's not because, and I'm pretty sure I've had some, some followers say, you know, I'm going to take a break. Because it becomes redundant. And it's like, okay, I've already learned this. I don't need to consistently learn it. I've already learned it. We have such an emotional attachment to these things that we learn when we watch some of these podcasts and these shows and these movies that it's never going to leave our brain because we were desperately looking for it. We were looking to hear these different things, whether it was uncomfortable truths or validations or even lies. We were looking for one of the other. The fact that there has to this that uh, that video, let's go back to that video. The first one I played. There's a whole company. They have a website. It's called Alliance. They call themselves, well, uh, Alliance Defending Freedom. They're located out of Scottsdale, Arizona. They have a whole website, legal team. Uh, they have job openings, whatever, you know, and they're fighting, obviously, for what you heard in that first video. And when you think deeply about these people are people who went to school to be lawyers, 
legislators, all kind of different things. And they're having to stop to talk about men who want to be women. I mean, just think about that. Do you think that's what they wanted to be when they grew up? I mean, when they was a kid, when they grew up, do you think that's what they said to themselves? When I grow up, I'm going to, no. You have gay people. Let's look at, let's look at them from their perspective. Let's try to look from their perspective. You have these LGBT people who really is, let's keep it real. It's the G and the T, mainly the T. The G of these GT people who are literally stopping what they're doing to fight, to show the world that they're who they sleep with or who they want to look like. That's what your life is. I don't know who you think created you, but you think you were created for that purpose? Like, this is what your life has become? I'm hearing about trans women who haven't fully transitioned and they're literally working and saving money or escorting or selling their bodies to save up money to get certain surgeries done. Like, I mean, that's what your life has become? That's what you think you were put here to do? I mean, what if you don't get that to that by the time you're 35 and the next thing you you know? Like, you just spent your whole life, basically, the core prime years of your life talking about relationships, bro. Talking about what are the roles for men and women. Talking about uh, trying to dress up and look like a woman. Talk, talking about, you know, laws that we should just know aren't right. I mean, think about these people that are promoting this abortion thing. Like, that's what you want your prime years to be? Well, I, I was on the front line of get, getting women to give them the option to literally murder their babies. Like, this is a conversation Like we have to stop. You know, and it makes me wonder, like, OK, what if we did just stop right now? Or what if we stopped stopping? I feel like we've been rooted in it so much we wouldn't have an identity. Then you ask yourself, let's take a Tommy Sotomayor, right? Which I, I love Tommy Sotomayor. And I just I was just watching his show yesterday. Then you ask yourself, well, what would he talk about if he didn't talk about the stuff he talks about? What would Andrew Tate do if he didn't talk about those things? If Kevin if the brother Kevin Samuels was still alive, what would he do if he stopped saying, All right, I'm not gonna talk to you women no more? What would Candace Owens do if she didn't talk about Democrats? What would Kanye West do if he didn't have some different topic? I mean, he's always finding some different topic. Right, that dude is going. He's going to find. Yeah, and construction workers, the boots that they wear, I think, is too hard. I'm trying to revolutionize construction workers' boots. <laughs> he would find something. Kanye is going to. He's the only person that's going to find something else. He's going to find something else. The gym doesn't have to always be black and gray. You want me to work out and it's black and gray? <laughs> I need to be in the mood. Like he'd find something to talk about, right? Uh, pray for the brother Kanye West. But do you see what I'm saying, though? Like you, you have you, and because of the, the 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 battlefront, you know, you probably God probably does want you to have your podcast and to have your show or be out on the front lines in these courtrooms or on the streets, activism, whatever. Somebody does have to fight the good fight. But it's just sad that this is the fight that we have to fight. When I look at this, it's not about the fact that we're having to fight. Because people in the Bible had to fight, but look what they were fighting for. The people back in the day had to fight, but look what they were fighting for. Look what we're having to fight for. We're having to fight to explain to someone what a woman is. As you know, in, in reference to transgenderism. We're having to fight to explain to someone why a child should not be on puberty blockers, bro. 
We're having to explain to someone why a baby is a baby. It's a human being and it deserves to live. We're having to explain to people the gender roles of men and women. Like, what did, did we just, is this a Mandela effect? Did we just wake up one morning and not know anything? And a few of us still knew and then the other one, like, look what we're having to fight for. Look what we're stopping to do. Explain, you know, dating advice. Like, bruh. And I get some people say, well, you know, it's a new world. We have we have to go into things differently. You know, we can't go off the dating advice of the 70s. We have social media now. We have, you know, access to people that we would have never had access to before. This is true. In the 70s, you knew the people in your city around you. Now you can meet someone in China. You can meet a girl that lives in L.A. that you've never seen before a day in your life. Y'all can fall in love, move to each other's states, whatever. Have kids. Your soulmate might be in Arkansas. Now, back in the days, your soulmate was down the street and around the corner. You better find her. Now we believe, well, now my soulmate could be anywhere because we can get on Instagram and meet a girl. And people are, people have done it. And we've seen success. So we, we believe that. No, 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 no. And, it, and, and this may be true, right? Maybe, you know, we've allotted ourselves to have more access to things. And this could be used for good or bad, obviously. Right? We know that for a fact. Internet can be used for good and bad. I get on the internet. I watch pastors. You get on the internet. You watch porn. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, you use yours for bad. I use mine for good, you know, but it's still the same thing. You have a choice on what you decide to go on there and look up and consume and things of that nature. And we're running to these topics. I mean, these topics, it's becoming to the point, like I said, it's an industry now. It's an industry to talk about transgender issues. It's an industry to talk about the gender roles between men and women. It's an industry to talk about, you know, what kind of man you are. You a stoic man? Are you a, you know, beta male? Are you an alpha male? It's it's a thing. I mean, you know, we're having to now explain to people who Jesus is. I mean, this is a, this is a story that's been told for what thousands of years, and we're having to stop to explain to people who Christ is. Like, you know, like we're, you know, like this is it's getting ridiculous. It's getting to the point where. You know, it's sad. It's sad to me to see all these wise people, you know, on both sides. There are whether you want to admit or not, there's different forms of wise. There's different forms of intellectual individuals who are very much so heightened in that department. And they're like I watched a brother mediocre tutorials and reviews and just the words he uses like he's a very smart brother having to stop what he's doing and this is now his legacy right if he was to god forbid god forbid because i like him pass away y'all know i like him i've been i talked about him a few times on the show i would love to work with him one day pass away right this is what we all gonna know him for when they talk about him on end they're gonna say oh yeah mediocre stories reviews man he taught us this and he talked about that and it's like but when you look at what he's talking about it's like dang it's sad that this is what he had to talk about this is what, you know, and, and it's necessary because, like I said, these are things that are going on. But it's sad that these are the things that are going on to the point where you have people that are literally, they're so, these are people that could be scientists. These are people, they're, they're like, okay, that brother right there I just mentioned, I feel like his brain, and I don't know him, but from what I've watched, his brain is capable of being one of those type of people that could be a scientist that could like maybe find a cure to like most cancers or something like that, right? Uh and it, it, it not, it's not funny, but when I would say funny, you know what I mean? I say it's funny, but it's funny because he actually dealt with cancer, right? So he, what if he was a scientist, right? He could have used his own body to, you know, but 
right now, what's important or what we feel like is important is getting these issues out of the way. And it's just sad that we even have to discuss these issues because we let the devil come into the world and confuse people to the point where it's like, hold on, wait, 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 wait. Did you just say that a man should give you money because you are pretty? Like, you know what I'm saying? And we have to now stop and discuss it because we, you know, we, we feel like, whoa, no, 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 that's, that's wrong. We can't even get to the big issues, right? Which the, the real issue, honestly, in my opinion, is all of us need to get saved and understand the reason why Jesus is needed. Understand the basic, simple concept of this thing. Um, but we we feel a lot of us feel like, hold on, we have to. And I've seen even pastors do it. There's a there's a and, and even the YouTube like guys who are Christians like this guy, a uh, Ruslan or Ruslan, whatever. He spends a lot of time talking about these same subjects that a lot of us talk about, but from more of a Christian perspective. And I appreciate him doing that. But it's just sad that that, you know, with the whole anointing that he has, that this is what he has to stop and feel like he has to talk about. Because this is what's going on and people are running distracted by it. And people on our side, we're trying to pull them away from that distraction. We're trying to, you know, rewire them. Some of us have a good way of doing it. Some of us have a more negative way, but we're trying to rewire them. And what it what it what it comes down to. And, and please, if you know any of these influencers, if you know Kenneth Owens, Thomas Sotomayor, any, I mean, any of them on, on any side either, too, please let them hear this episode because this is important. I want them all to know, including myself. I, I tell you guys all the time, I'm never just talking to people. I'm talking with people, right? And we've all fell into the same distraction, all of us. And we're probably going to continue. I mean, if I was to let every or if somehow every one of these people I've named so far was to hear this episode, including myself, let's keep it real. Tomorrow we'll be back talking about this thing, stuff we were talking about. But I don't think it's right for us to not acknowledge like, dang, look at us. Like we're having to literally stop and make a movie about what is a woman. We're having to stop and show the world that Black Lives Matter, the organization, was a fraud standing on the backs of dead black men to profit like we 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 really for other agendas that have nothing to do with black lives matter like we really are having to stop and explain to women their importance their value and why they shouldn't dress like hookers we're really having to stop and tell men how they should or should not deal with women like we really went wrong between the years of 1965 and 2015 like we really went that wrong and now we're having to really come back and pick up all the scraps of it. I mean, some people say it was longer than that. Some people say it was shorter than that. But I'm just putting a big regular size window on it because most of us were alive within that period. So, like, you know, it's it is is very sad, in my opinion. It's very sad that I'm even having to stop what I'm doing to make this episode. Like, I need you to realize that these are rooted in distractions. And this is the devil. A lot of y'all don't believe in the devil. You don't believe in these things. Whatever, bro. Like, that's what it is. I don't care if you don't believe in it. You see what I'm saying? The fact that I had to stop to even make that statement right now. We've gone too far off the deep end. We're in the, we're in the, we are literally in an ocean that we've not charted into. We're not in the Atlantic or the Pacific. We're in an ocean that we don't even know. We're in that, you know how they say, I think it's like 80% of the ocean has not been explored. We're in that part and we're literally in a storm 
We don't know even if we were to get on to like a, a build a raft or something, we don't even know where to go. We don't know what we're doing. I tell you guys all the time, and I've been saying this for 10 years now, we are a guinea pig lab rat generation. We're being experimented with. We are doing a bunch of stuff, and we do not know the long-term results of it. Why? Why? Some of y'all, young, my young brothers out there, you've done Zans, you've, you've drank lean, you've done Molly, you've snorted some Coke. Why didn't you smoke no crack? Why you ain't smoke no crack? Because we know what crack do. We done seen what a 40-year-old crackhead looked like. Have you seen what 40 years of sipping lean looks like? I mean, do you even think that you could go 40 years sipping lean? Have you seen what a 40-year-old Percocet head looks like? We don't know. What about 40 years of being on social media every day, holding a phone to our eyes? What are our eyes going to look like in 50 years? What are the next generation of humans going to look like because of adaptation? You know what adaptation is, right? It's something that takes process, but it does happen and people don't believe in it, but it is true, right? It's basic science. What are these things going to look like? And you know what they'll do? They'll turn around and blame God, but what they don't realize is God don't give us nothing bad. We go out and get it. God gave us free will. These things that are going to come, it's going to become because of us. He never intended that for us. Hell wasn't even created for us. So before y'all get to talking about God and making fun of him or saying some rude stuff, keep that in mind. Everything else comes from sin and you walking away from the basic, simple, easy to do path. And the more we rebel and try to find our own way, we have to keep having these stupid, childlike conversations. I mean, you would think that these are conversations you would have to have with a child or a teenager. What is a woman? Uh, what do, How does a man supposed to treat a woman? How are women supposed to treat a man? Like these are conversations that you would have with a child. There's a bunch of adults and the kids are watching and they're confused now. They're they're thinking they know something. They're thinking they have to have these stupid conversations. Like we're like literally we're stopping what we're doing to have stupid conversations. It's your boy Tommy V of Raw Sex and I'm out.